five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. This is the Foul Mouth Podcast. What's up, guys? Once again, we are live at Duck Camp. We're at a new Duck Camp, though. Uh, we got a guest here with us. He also is a podcast guy. He's going to be putting it out. Ethan Mathias, where are we right now? We're at the 1010 Duck Club. And if that intro doesn't get you <laughs> jacked up, I mean, it's 1030, and I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting started. Uh, we had a... But what I'm most excited about is to see Jake's pictures up on the wall next time we come here. Oh, you know, in, in his wig, he had to do the fireball shot. You know, who? Where did that tradition start? It started uh, about three years ago. We had, we got a goofy member in you, our uh, group. You probably want to move in a little bit closer. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, you get you, you get used to it after yeah. a while. <laughs> One of our buddies randomly uh, smoked a cigarette in our hot tub one night. And <laughs> wait, the had, one the one that I took my picture in, or a different hot a tub? different one. Okay. <laughs> Ever since then, it's uh, it's been a guest tradition. You got to take a whiskey shot and wear the wig. I and, like uh, it. Then your picture goes on the wall. I like that. Yeah. So something cool for I, that. But. I can't wait for y'all to come back in January. <laughs> I know. I'm looking forward to. It. We're looking forward to. Uh, I think we got a lot of excitement going on. We got this whole cold front moving into Arkansas right now. Uh, we're recording this. It is December 17th. It's cold. It's going to be sunny and 25 degrees in the morning. I think the whole woods. Arkansas is packed with people. We've been here all weekend. You've been here since Friday. Uh, we're just seeing people everywhere. Nothing but hunters. Nothing but hunters. Place is packed. We went. Me and Jake were in Stuttgart the other night. So many people there. Uh, we've been driving all around town. I'm sure a bunch of y'all listening have been here and driving somewhere and getting after him. But, uh, Ethan, what are y'all seeing here? Tell us a little bit about your club, um, what you got going on here. Yeah, so we've got, we've got some private property, uh, undisclosed location in Arkansas, somewhat north central, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, we've had it for a few years. We've got a long-term deal on it. It's, um, it's a labor of love. We've been out here every month of this whole entire year doing levees. We've been doing millet, rice, corn, moist soil, man it, you know, managing the moist soil primarily. Uh, that's been the biggest thing this whole season. This afternoon, we jumped up about 2,000 mallards. It killed me almost, but we had to pull a blind <laughs> out. <laughs> You got to do what you got to do when the water's right yeah. and when you got enough guys. But, uh, yeah, running a lot of moist soil, mainly uh, more than anything. But trying to reduce the amount of pressure we've got and manage our birds right. Yeah. So Have you had uh, so far, this is, you said, your third season. Has it been pretty successful the last couple of years? I mean, does it get progressively getting better every year? It's gotten better every year. The uh, It's a legacy farm. It's been in this, you know, family for, you know, uh, 70 80 plus years they had this property that it was not primarily a duck farm yeah. by any means it started out as a deer property they got into the duck hunting they managed it into a duck property and it was essentially a rest area for the past 60 70 years yeah no one really actively hunted it until we got it 
there was a so surprise attack on the Ducks is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> well, well, so they thought it was a refuge. Actually, well, the first one he didn't know was coming. Yeah. He got knocked off his feet that, yeah. for sure. He showed up. He's like, "Man, guys, I got a spot. All right, nobody ever's there. <laughs> it's got waxed." But it's funny enough, uh, the guy we, the guy I originally found the property from, I bought decoys from in Carterville. I we lost our farm. A guy bought it a couple years ago and this is july and i'm calling everybody in my phone book hey who do you know you know I can't, i'm not finding any leads i don't I, everything's run dry call a guy in carterville <laughs> he was like man uh i know a guy <laughs> and i was like give me everything you got I'll, I'll call anybody at this point so call this guy and you know he's 70 80 years old however old he is and he goes yeah you know I'm willing to show it to you if you can be out here tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like a Wednesday yeah. <laughs> in July. And I'm like, sure, man. Yeah. If you got it, let's go. I'll be there tomorrow. So we get out there, and, you know, he, he gives us the Gilligan's Island four-hour tour. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, this property is awesome. And he goes, well, this isn't the property I'm trying to lease to. You know, yeah. I, I'm going to lease this other <laughs> farm. And I was like, well, why the hell did you waste my time? <laughs> So he shows us this other farm, and I'm like, uh, you know, it looks pretty good. It's a good salesman tactic. Yeah. Yeah, Just draw, I, draw yeah, you I, in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're riding around a Chevy Avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two-wheel drive. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this sucks. <laughs> so we go look at this other property, and the water's right. I'm like, yeah, I can see a little potential here. You know, what do you want for it? He told me, and went back to my guys. We started talking about it, and really had a debate on it because it was a high number and uh man it, it was a tough decision because we had this old place over here could have gone here or we had this and this was a new area none of us had ever hunted was it all 1800 acres at that time I, those i wish yeah <laughs> this was a 700 acre track yep and uh broken up or one block one block okay uh trees and field give us a little idea of the layout yeah, so uh it's a younger timber development it's got a bean field it's got a moist soil but it the whole entire setup look if you look at it on the map everything looks like it was designed for deer hunting okay if i were still deer hunting i would have designed it essentially like this so we get it opening weekend we're all jacked up everyone's excited we're like oh this is it this is it boys <laughs> opening weekend we show up and we're like looks like a parking lot yeah <laughs> there's no, no water at all we're like ethan what would you get us into we just paid all this money this most expensive lease all of us have ever had everyone's looking at me dude what did you get us into I'm like we got whiskey at the house i got a good dinner planned and uh so, yeah, it was first weekend. Did y'all shoot any birds? <laughs> it was devastating. Yeah. So, uh, so we pull up. We thought we had this ditch pond. And the uh, owner of the property calls me that morning and goes, yeah, I'm going to give you all this timber slough, too. And we're like, oh, man, this that's great. This is the first duck you ever killed. <laughs> and so uh hunted this timber slough. I think we shot like 16 wood ducks. Yeah. <laughs> So it gave, gave us a little hope, but, man, 
Yeah, I didn't paid all, to, paid I all didn't, that money to come over here to I Arkansas. Shoot wood ducks. I can shoot wood ducks in Nashville. Yeah. I, I didn't drive this far to just to shoot wood ducks yeah. and pay all this money. So as the year went on, uh, we got into it, and water December twentieth, bone dry. You got two big lakes. What got, year was this? This is last year. Okay, we got a spot we call the Daybreak Hole. Bone dry. Look, I mean, I could walk <laughs> across this thing in flip flops, dude. It's <laughs> embarrassing. No water. Uh, New Year's comes around. Randomly, start getting rain. It starts filling up, and everyone's like, "All right, dude, this is it." <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, that piece of property turned on, and uh, it poured New Year's last year. Dude, yep. poured. I was Look, in it. <laughs> were y'all here during the t- tornado last year? Yeah, I slept through it. <laughs> If you, look, if you look across the street and see the uh, tornado siren, and oh, it goes off nice. in front of our house I so well. I, I couldn't hear it in where I was, and I didn't have cell service. And so I was like, whenever I finally got where I had cell service the next day, because uh, I had been sleeping at a ramp, I like phone was blowing up. People were checking to see if I was alive, and I was like, I didn't even know there was a tornado. I just thought it was raining a bunch. You know, yeah. Our buddy's dad that's sleeping on the other side of the wall. He was like, hey, guys, here's the deal. If we're going to die, we might as well pour a whiskey drink. Let's go. <laughs> so we're standing out there. <laughs> That's full. Well, typical dad move, standing on the front porch looking for the tornado yeah. coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, I mean, yeah. what are you going to do about it? You're not any safer in the house. Yeah, no, I you agree. Know, you know. It, tornado comes right over this. Die watching it or die with the ceiling falling over <laughs> your head. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Neither, neither one of them sound good. So, uh, so you said you live in Nashville, right? What do you do up there? So I work with a company called Johnson Controls. I do... Uh, Fire protection sales. Nice. Fire Always. suppression, sprinkler systems, all that. I thought you were a professional duck club manager. Is that not? I, that's not that's what I was guessing. <laughs> I, I it's, a no it's a full-time job. It's a full-time job, though, managing a club, right? So, obviously, uh, we you know talked about that. You have the Notcher. Or, yeah, Not Your Average Hunter podcast. That is correct. And um, we've listened to it a, a, a few episodes and stuff. So as far as that goes, you probably get the same question all the time as us. People ask you, like, is that what you do full-time? You know, <laughs> like, people all the time are like, are you podcast host full-time? Like, what, no, what do you think? Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I, a major props to y'all. I, I give it to you guys. It is so hard to come out with a new episode every week yeah well to, well major not props to us if we haven't come out that episode in like a month <laughs> but the props to the guys that do it it like having a having a life having a full-time job you have kids yep and then trying <laughs> not you, Jake. <laughs> jake's got a dog yeah it, have a dog but no, jake's yeah, got a diesel truck so to I mean, do it, it, yeah kid. the 6-0 is a full-time gig in its yeah. own <laughs> to get it out and to have it you know to have decent content you know that's our thing too it's like we don't want to just throw something together you know we'll every now and then we'll record one and be like that was trash like yeah. we're not putting that we out we have a bank of two podcasts that we've yeah, thrown that out. we haven't yeah, you know put out stuff. because it's not any good and we want to you know we you know we can tell i mean we just like to do what we like and if people like it cool because we want it to be authentic and if you know, we're not trying to like and, and no one cares yeah that's what i think that's, that's, right. I think that's yeah, what people that's enjoy right. like my buddies that i introduced to y'all's podcast yeah. They're like these are regular guys. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're just go getters. That's what we the ones we listen to and we stick to is guys that are just you know I mean you know you know people that listen know like 
we're we're public land guys you know we're out here you know so we like to listen to guys who are talking about public land because that's the most likely we're going to learn something you know like you were talking about really praising the last guy that you had on your podcast is because you got so much to learn from that guy when compared to me i'm like yeah that's cool and interesting but that's not what the knowledge bank that we're trying to pull from you know so like for us like we're you know it's just it just goes right over my i I listen to it and i go oh that's cool yeah that's good and then i immediately forget it because it's just not part of it's just like what you said about a minute ago like oh yeah you know that boat ramp down there and we're like well uh i don't think we can utilize that boat ramp because it's you know mostly private stuff you know so it's what do you run you run into i guess your circle of friends are mostly private land guys uh, what you say? 50-50. 50-50, really? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, half the guys I invite, just like y'all, yep. they're not going to come here because they're sleeping on the ramp. They don't yep. want to lose their spot. <laughs> yeah. The other yeah. ones are like, dude, I'm tired of sleeping on the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are cooking ribs tonight? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we said. We're, you know, we're... Uh, you know, we could have slept on the ramp tonight, but we'd rather not. We have... A, you know, we slept on the ramp last night. Uh, but... You know, we're going to, there's so much water out right now in some of the rivers. We're going to, you know, there's plenty of spots to go around. We're going to have, we're not going after the number one spot tomorrow, anyways. So we feel like we don't have to be the first one in line. (laughs) We joke, we're going to a new spot tomorrow. But I think what y'all came back and said, oh, yeah, there's some potential. We're going to a new spot. You've hunted there one time in the past two years, but really, we don't know anything about the spot. Didn't shoot anything the last time. And are are y'all going to hunt the same spot? No, 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 just just been to that boat ramp. Yeah, yeah, that general area. I mean, it's you know pretty pretty large yeah, area it was and stuff. it was three feet less water when i was there last time yeah. too so that's it, the benefit of we taking our notes like you talk about your duck log i can look back and go, okay well this was dry last yeah. time so now it's flooded we um we're not going for the number one spot only because uh well we don't really actually know what the number one spot is out there you know that's yeah. what we said we said hey, we're like why water? are we always hunting where people other people don't want to hunt and it's like well because we don't actually know where the other people are trying to hunt at you know like <laughs> so we're sneaking in our our plan of approach tomorrow is to sneak in the back door and ethan i tell uh guys this all the time that so many times you probably see it out here like you know you talked about your hunt this morning didn't Sometimes people hunt where they envision, and they just want to hunt really bad. And it, they looks think it looks ducky, yeah, it, but it's not really where the ducks want to be. And like, but you just convince yourself that that's where you know it's going to be great. But you kind of know, and that's kind of like us. Like, you know, we're walking in tomorrow. Like, we love taking our boats. Like, you see the time and money we've put into working on our boats, but you know, we're going to leave them behind and walk. And like that kind of sucks. But we think <laughs> it's our best option to kill ducks. Like, it's not what Jake and Deborah want to do. But it's our best option to kill ducks. Yeah. Like ultimately, that's what I want to do tomorrow: shoot some green. But to me, it's creative. You know, not being a public land guy, you know, you just like y'all said, you see all these boats lined up. All these guys want to run their boats because they got forty yep. grand in a boat. Yeah, hundred percent. I understand that. Shoot, I'd do the same thing. I mean, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't put my hand in, in that that pot. Like I wasn't like, hey, we have to do this. Yeah. But like, I like you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, he's been all this money on this boat, and you're gonna walk. In. Well, that's what hey, even we said when we left. I was like, all right, Jake, here's the plan. So we take my truck because it's really muddy, and I said, you know what? Because the bald throw, eagles on my truck yeah, ain't, said, ain't gonna get us. And we throw your boat on the back just in case. You know, yeah. we we throw an audible we last throw, second. We throw know? the smaller boat on the back just so we can run skinny if we have to. Like. You know, very last second. Audible will only have two dozen decoys. Yeah. You know? But, 
even like your stuff like me and jake talk about like man if we just had just a pit in a rice field i'd feel bored to death no excitement like we talk about the hype of getting in our boat in the morning and getting in that you know race or running through the woods and all that kind of stuff and y'all are you know you're not too far from that you're not you're not going to get beat to your blind considering y'all getting up at five o'clock tomorrow you know uh, but y'all are going to miss the biscuits <laughs> yeah we're going to miss the biscuits we'll be everybody everybody here goes what time are y'all getting up and we go well we're going to leave about three fifteen, and they're like oh <laughs> oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah, well. That's why everybody's going know, for that next beer and a couple whiskey. And we're like, okay, where's the water bottle? Uh, you know? Y'all got waters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're, you know, when you have that much land, like, you got you to gotta scout too a little bit, right? I mean, you yeah, got to go figure out, like, they ain't just going to, you're not just hunting in the same spot, leaving no. 500 decoys out all season, right? No, it's not sunshines and rainbows. I mean, by by no means. When you got when you have as much ground as we have you are constantly scouting yeah. we, you know we had two groups out this afternoon we had one guy run around scouting glass in every field we could yeah and then unfortunately we jumped up a bunch of ducks but <laughs> we had to do what we had to do we had to pull a blind out of the woods and free blind sorry for whoever uh lost this five thousand dollar blind off the white <laughs> river but by all means, we got it. <laughs> Please do not yes. direct message the Foul Mouth yeah. Podcast yeah. on that. Hey, you can direct all, all, yeah, you can direct all inquiries directly to at Ethan Mathias yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, no, for real. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> loss was definitely our win. Yeah. You got to take advantage when you can sometimes. Yeah. You know? Dude, it's a beautiful blind. Because some days you lose your blind, or I've lost plenty of stuff out here in the water. <laughs> yeah there's a pair of keys to an f-250 that denver no longer owns that are laying somewhere in the cash river yeah, from two years ago yeah if, I you find, if you find them please call denver no. <laughs> i sold that truck now so they're, no, 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 they're long gone he called he called me and he's like hey uh <laughs> i uh i messed up yeah. i've lost my keys i dropped my pistol in the water that morning too but not to relive keep reliving bad memories but hey where do you how do you what do you suggest for guys because we people ask all the time we try to come out with podcasts like how to get into hunting there's the public route and then there's a the route to be one of the guys that joins your club here like how did those guys maybe not necessarily find you because y'all may not have the room but like how do you find a guy like you that's you know, has a place where, because ultimately, could you be a guy that just has the money for the entry fee to join a, this club and the money to buy their gear and whatever miscellaneous stuff they need and not really know that much about duck hunting? Like, tell me, you have how many members? Twelve. Twelve. Experience level of the members. You have some guys, this is their first year of duck hunting, like they just wanted to get into duck hunting, or would you say everybody's like a hardcore you know been in a bunch of clubs done public like done like what's what are we looking at here as far as the members and so, they're not they're not listening right now so <laughs> you don't have to. It, it's a good reason for them yeah. to listen to y'all's podcast yeah uh i'd say eight out of the ten eight, eight out of twelve yeah we've got one new guy he uh used to duck hunt growing up he's uh he was a deer hunter for a long time he's new to us this year we we're not trying to actively take on any members i don't want I don't want to manage. Now you told a, me you wanted to bring it down. Really. Yeah, I yeah. I don't want to manage a giant duck club by any means. I'd never envisioned me doing what I'm doing now. It just kind of fell in my lap. Uh, but for the regular guy, what I did, you know, I moved to Nashville. I was a huge deer hunter for a long time. I moved to Nashville. I didn't really have a whole lot of buddies. I had a handful of guys I knew. I 
worked for a tent company, Ducks Unlimited called one day. They're like, hey, uh, we're get, we're having a huge event out at this gun club. Can we get a tent? And I was like, yeah, ab- absolutely. And so I didn't even know the gun club existed. So I quoted them a tent. They ended up doing the deal with me. They're like, hey, yeah, you want to come to the event? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. So I go out to the event. I ended up meeting a bunch of guys. I was like, yeah, let's, I'm going to join DU. Well, little did I know, I'd end up meeting a bunch of buddies through Ducks Unlimited. They all kept inviting me to go on. I was like, yeah, let's go. So I ended up hunting with all these guys in Nashville, Dyersburg, you know, all over the place. I wasn't expecting invites to any of these places. And then my roommate, Hagen, he was like, hey, uh, you interested in trying to get duck lease? And I said, yeah, let me call a few guys. You know, I knew a couple guys that duck hunted. We got the worst lease you could ever imagine. I mean, (laughs) if you want to go to court, call this guy in Noble, Arkansas. His name is (laughs) Quill. Dude, this guy should be in jail. (laughs) Anyways, we paid a ton of money to lease this property in North Arkansas. This guy scammed us out of it. I have blasted him on social media every chance I've ever had in my life. He's reposted this property, and I light him up every year. I've had guys message me saying, thank you so much. I I sent him a deposit. I requested it back. Yep. You spared a few guys from that. uh, I I will do it every year. If I could, like, find his account and – Put an action item where it alerts me every time he posts something. <laughs> this guy is the biggest dirtbag you'll ever meet in Arkansas. Anyway, so uh, it so my buddy Hagen and I we got into this place and obviously he scammed us out of the lease. So we were like, all right, we're not doing that. Found him on Craigslist in July. That should have been the first red flag. But being a new <laughs> being a new duck hunter, yeah, I mean whatever. So you'd sh- tell guys to shy away from the Craigslist ads. Don't especially don't, now. I feel like Craigslist has really fallen off. You know, like it's it's know, bad. Facebook Marketplace is way yeah. Facebook than that. Marketplace is best, but meeting being a genuine guy like y'all, yeah. Introduce yourself to everybody at a gas station. If you yeah. really want to be boots on the ground, go to a gas station anywhere in Arkansas. Find a location you want to be in. Introduce yourself to everybody. So you you'd say joining your local DU chapter was is very important. Yeah, uh, you're, it, the, it, it, the network that you yeah, gained the, by doing yeah, that. Yeah, it, if you take advantage of the networking opportunity, yeah. it doesn't have to be ducks and love. It could be Delta Waterfowl or you know something. Yeah, anything. But being social about it is definitely going to benefit you. Yeah. So talking to guys, I every restaurant, every gas station, every Papa John's, whatever, I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Even if I hear somebody spark up a conversation, I'm like, hey, my name's Ethan Mathias. Yeah. That's, Where's your property? That's like we're that we're that we're that guy at a party that's cornering you to talk about duck hunting. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, you said something about duck hunting. What? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Denver's <laughs> wife, my girlfriend, are like, you know, not everyone wants to talk to y'all about duck hunting, and I'm like, no, they do. Yeah. No, they do. They just don't know it yet. You know, they're they're just not wait aware. They, wait till they but, see this 37th video. But, <laughs> One of these videos will be it. They'll so, get it. So to me, to me, that that part's easy. Y'all yeah. have the hard part. Because one on public land, no one's sharing sharing their spots. Yeah, no one's gonna tell you anything about. Hey, this is how we did it today. Yeah, this is where we went. They're gonna tell you ten ta- counties over <laughs> from where you were at. Yeah. So you wanna? And are you on any of the 
duck hunting groups on Facebook. Absolutely. Like, okay, yes, yes. I, I've not, seen you. I'm I've, active, I've seen you on there. Yes, I, Sam, I, Sam, I, Sam. I troll it all day long. <laughs> so it's just fun, you know, comedic value. <laughs> um, that's why I'm on there. And uh, and then you like jump in the comments. You like stir that pot a little bit. You know, you just you're on just, the like, pork and deer river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> by, hey, by the way, Sitka's better. Yeah. You, know, you just throw that on them. Yeah. And so, um, uh, you know, guys are on there. You know, people post a kill picture or whatever. And someone's like, oh, that's such and such hole or that's like such Tiffany and such Soul, hole. Is that what you're about? Definitely <laughs> Tiffany's hole. It's always <laughs> Tiffany's hole. And so I told Denver the other day, and I'll say where it was because it, it doesn't matter to any pertinent information. This guy was posting a duck vlog on TikTok. Oh. And um, not that that matters, but he said it was like day seven or something like that and so i like clicked on it really quick and he had like day nine and ten already posted so i was getting an older video well immediately what i noticed in the back of his video was the steeple of a church at a um, specific boat ramp right and i was like i know exactly where he is <laughs> and, uh, and i like went through there and of course i was watching this like day 10 video and he's like man you know we the birds aren't flying we didn't kill anything and he was a younger dude like he was probably you know just freshman in college maybe something like that he's you know he's trying to make it on social media yeah. whatever want more power to him and stuff but i was like okay well what guess where we don't need to go yeah. we don't need to go there because they're not hammering them, you know <laughs> so, and so like that's just so like literally the knowledge a little image through his back windshield when, yes you're able to determine where they're located so, so like, that's what guys are legitimately that's doing. what okay, that's what so, public guys yeah, do. yeah so yes. so all right, i'm glad y'all brought that yeah. up Internet scouting. That is a real thing. It's a real oh, thing. I, I, yeah. I thrive on guys that actually tag their locations. Yes. If you look at my Instagram, uh, it says like North Little Rock. Yep. It says like Marion, Arkansas. Yep. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I, I will never I tag never. my location. So if that, you go through, I, but I love the guys that do. If yeah. you go through all my pictures on Instagram, all of them say middle of nowhere. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I changed it. And posted a picture of me and my dad with some ducks we killed a couple weeks ago. And um, I put Duck Central yeah. on there, right? And uh, well, what I didn't realize, Duck Central is a real place. And it's in California. And like the very top comment on there, which was one of my dad's buddies, was like, y'all had to drive all the way to California just to shoot ducks? Like, don't we live next to the duck capital of the yeah. world over here, you know? And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean. Uh, it blows my mind that guys that, you know, they haven't learned I mean, we know a lot of prominent people who put stuff out there but it's, it's a real, total real thing you know you'll yeah. see it i mean it's helpful i mean i'm not gonna lie like i'm over there mr freaking navigator trying to oh, like, we do it all the you time. know oh, looking up lo absolutely. I'll, I'll yeah. look up locations just to see if people i mean, we'll find especially when we're going other states not arkansas because people in other states don't pay as much attention and I'll see. I'll have. I'll have found some random, total random stranger. And I'm like sending Jake all their stories. I'm like, man, like I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's at such and such river at such and such. I'm like, look at all the birds right there right now. Yeah, and we'll like send. We send stuff to our other buddies that know other things better. And we're like, hey, what does this look like to you? And like one of our friends was like, oh, that's this cut at such and such, you know, and such and such. And he's like, this is definitely where they're hunting right back through here and yeah. stuff. And we're and and we've seen their story three days in a row. And we're like, and they're hammering them. Yeah, Dude, no, like, that's where we need to be. Every time a public guy, because we follow mostly public guys, 
because uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it doesn't matter to me that Rusty Creasy's hammering them, you know, Cocoa hey, Woods, because they're always going to hammer them. I've or got white, it, I've or got white it marked on on it. Yeah, White Oaks or any of those other ones. I'm like, well, they're always going to hammer them. So, like, that's not, like, an accurate duck report to me. But yeah. when I see, like, a certain crew that's, that I know is public, uh, it is send it to the three or four friends, where do you think they're at? You know, like, where's <laughs> in the, you know, like, you know, just the whole, like, yeah. it's like some of those Netflix documentaries of murders. Oh, yeah. And where they just, the Facebook stalkers just come out of the woodworks to, like, just, you know, well, solve the whole yeah. mystery. I mean, That's it's all us. crazy. Like, like you, when you're hunting public, you and I mean, like y'all know y'all's place like the back of your hand. Yeah, we have the disadvantage that we have to know a thousand places. <laughs> you know, like the back <laughs> of our hand and stuff. And so, like, uh, you know, there's plenty of you know for every hundred public pictures i see you know one of them i go oh i know where that is you know like and so like the the amount of stuff that you have to filter through is still insane because you're never gonna you know you gotta know where everything well i was gonna say with that being said are you guys very cautious about how you take pictures? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I mean, you, you would have to. <laughs> Dude, we set up we set up pictures <laughs> to to make it look like we're somewhere else. <laughs> or it's Hashtag like some people could be like <laughs> some people could be like, well, just don't post a picture. You know, like okay, yeah, but like that's part of the fun. Like it's us. It's like our memory storyboard that we. Put yeah, but we there. also, you know, we, like, we own a me- we, own, we own a media company more or less. Like we, yeah, like are we're gonna post pictures. Yeah, like, like we enjoy telling the story. Like people enjoy. I think I enjoy seeing other guys getting them and like, you know, hearing about the story or like just imagining like when I see twenty four seven them stacking them up. I'm like, man, like, what it must be like to be Mallory Pierce like that, you know, to only <laughs> shoot, you know, greenheads. So, like. <laughs> so what? Let's spin this question back for a guy that wants to get into duck hunting, but he he can't get a lease, he can't find something, but he's like, hey, let's take advantage of public land. What's your advice to a young gun that wants to get into public land? Find a buddy with a boat. <laughs> yeah, that's always helpful. That's number right, one. Let's say, let's say you got a buddy with a sweet boat. It doesn't even have to be sweet. <laughs> a lot You're of times those buddies, you know, what I, I would say is ask what you can do for it. You know, like, hey, what can I do to help out? Like you said, your buddies that volunteer for a work day, they're going to get invited to go. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's what, like, our biggest pet peeve for even our buddies who do kind of hunt is they'll call us the day before they'll call us on friday hey where are we you know where are you hunting saturday trying to get and i'm like look like we're out here thursday scouting all day thursday all day friday like you know if you want to go hunt like you have a boat too like i got i got a kid and a half you know so yeah so like so back to your point is ask if you do know somebody that hunts ask them how you can help to get you know to get out there and get an invite i tell people all the time who are always like man i'd love to get into duck hunting Brooks Stinsley said this. He said, look, when duck season's here, I am busy going after the ducks, going crazy. I don't have time to think about the guys who want to get into duck hunting. But if you want to go, call me, and I'm probably already going, (laughs) and you can come. And so, like, that's always – that's the line I use to everybody. Like, so – so the guy, if they know somebody, ask to go, ask to figure out how they can go. If not, get educated. Listen to podcasts. And if you do buy a boat, don't automatically assume that you have an invite. Because, like, we've got some friends or whatever. This is just a scenario. He definitely won't listen to this, right? I don't know. you got to watch he, what she said. I don't think he does. <laughs> but, like, somebody was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, what are y'all doing? Where are y'all going tomorrow, right? And, um, you know, basically kind of was like, 
I, I don't know how you said no, but I, I told Denver, I said, you know, I didn't wake up this morning, drive 160 miles to go just scout a river for two or three hours, come out, go sit in the Walmart parking lot for an hour and watch football and just be super uncomfortable to then drive 200 more miles, right? To go eat dinner somewhere and then just to, for us to change plans again and drive another 60 miles in the opposite direction. Just and, to give a free report to wait, somebody. Just to give a free report to someone. Is Jake throwing shame at me? No. And then and then we drove back, you know, another 80, yeah. 90 we drove 300 today. something like, miles yesterday each individually but that just goes into hard, you know yeah. duck hunting is hard like you go deer hunting not that deer hunting is not hard but no you can deer go, hunting that definitely would be easier than you can duck go hunting. find a public land place to deer hunt and just walk in with your rifle or bow and sit there yeah you know well the barrier to entry and this is just advice to anybody thinks they want to get in duck hunting the barrier to entry to deer hunting nil rifle or orange camo. or turkey hunting yeah that's turkey it. hunting you borrow camo from shotgun yep. camo calls that's yep. it that's literally all that it is to go duck hunting the fact that we are going in on a walk-in spot tomorrow i haven't walked into a spot since i was 17 right. years old straight up it's our first and legitimate but it was making me think though we could potentially walk we could walk we can walk in tomorrow with a shotgun 12 decoys and a box of shells in our just and, general and, and, and walk into if not to one of the best places in the world to duck hunt there's a possibility that you we know, come out of there like, possibility, very, you know, like, like there's them. so many I birds want y'all to, so, so there's like so you could do it like that but like it ain't always accessible like that so you know it's hard to answer that question yeah you know you got to just it takes hard work you got to get out there yeah. you got it it takes getting your teeth kicked in yeah, i literally so I um uh, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna throw a shout out. This kid's gonna be so <laughs> pumped, and um, I'm gonna give a, a little shout out to Bo. Right? Is that the guy you met today? Yeah. No, oh. no, that's Cole. No, okay. that was yesterday. <laughs> no, Bo attends a school. He's in high school. Do you know? I don't know who you're talking about. Go ahead. Go but right you ahead. know which high school I'm talking about? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just so, go for it. So Bo. Um, he, he told me one day, he's in high school, he's like, man, he goes, I want to be just like you when I get older. He's like, I want to go hunt a ton. And then he asked me, he's like, what do you, you know, how do you, how do you do that and stuff? And I was like, well, uh, you get your teeth kicked in for years, <laughs> yeah, a long years, time, yeah. you get your teeth kicked in forever. And then you start having some good hunts. Some, and he's like, some. And, and he's like oh, so, so like some good hunts. I'm like, yeah. And so then we go to another, you know, another place like two weekends ago in different hour traffic. And we go, that was the worst weekend we've ever had. We were so, it was, I was so, so depressed coming home last last weekend i was like man that we wasted our freaking time you know how what can i get from my how much boat, gas you know like take. yeah like just you know what else could i do instead of duck hunting we, just dri- we crossed the mississippi river and he goes i'm gonna sell this boat <laughs> and i'm just gonna buy a river boat yeah and when the river's good i'll hunt the river and when it's not i'll just go deer hunting yep. you know? we we could literally all be members of bell Mead country club 
yeah. and playing 18 holes tomorrow. Yeah, or, exactly. or we could be ducking. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, gave, I gave up golf. I, I would say I got one too many hobbies. And uh, That's and another point, too. To be you can real, only afford one. Yeah, well, that's well, how it plays it out. It is. It, you really, like, I love golf. Like, it's fun. I, like, it angers the mess out of me. But, like, I can't. Just go play golf all the time. Well, like can't be financially, good, it's just not making sense not to do it. that. It'd be a duck hunter. You can't be good at everything. You know, like you have to. Like you definitely like can't be a, a good husband, uh, a good try. dad, a good a great golfer, yeah. a great duck hunter, a great all these things because everything takes time, commitment, and money, and you definitely don't have enough time for all of them. You know, you no, may have enough absolutely. money for all of them. You know, uh, but have enough time so like that's where i've given up other hunting i don't turkey hunt anymore i don't deer hunt anymore i just spend spend all my time focusing on yeah. ducks and it's a year-round thing for you ethan it's year-round for, you know, for us like we're our boats are getting worked on all the time yeah so so i'm glad you brought that up I lo- <laughs> this I, debate been, started I, very early i, I, we got I here. have been waiting here, to ask you all this here question comes, here it comes <laughs> y'all throw shame at me i'll t- i'll take it I, I love it actually. I yeah. feed off of it because the days that y'all don't do well yeah. and we do well, I'm like, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> but so there's this this huge topic of public versus private. Yeah. I, I I get it. Public land guys, y'all work hard. Yeah. Early mornings, late nights. Yeah. You're sleeping in your truck. It's not fun. It, it, it there's no way it's fun. I've done it. I've done it before in Kansas. I hate it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'll be the first to admit it. Not that guy, pal. Yeah. Not that guy. <laughs> You're not that guy, pal. But anyways, so all these public land guys throw shame at us. We're pu- private land guys. Why is that? Why the? Why are you asking why the public land guys throw shade at well, the private land well, guys? The the biggest comment I get is. Oh yeah, it must be nice to hunt private. I'm like, yeah, I there there's a difference. I, I gotta pay I, I, I gotta pay a lot for it and I do a lot now, for it. Uh, we've talked about this before. Oops, you can break private down into different categories. There are the guys <laughs> we were talking about that about the bonfire. Show up and, and they've you know, they've leased their ninety acres, you know, rice field with yep. a pit. And if that's you, congratulations. If that's what you want to do, then that's great. You're right? committed to one spot. You're committed to one spot. There's the guys that have few different spots right right and and like they still don't have to manage anything but they do a little bit of maybe scouting like they're like hey this field we're gonna let this field I put my rest. binoculars on this <laughs> yes and uh denver always gets on to me for leaving my binoculars in the truck <laughs> speaking like, of binoculars speaking, you know? speaking of binoculars what do y'all use Oh, Wait, what's your go- what is your go-to glass? Um, mine is a bush now. I couldn't tell you what exactly it is, but it's okay. Denver doesn't count. Jake, no, Jake never has it. He, we were at Walmart the other day. We were at Walmart the other day. No lie. And there's this, there's this mono Not even a, not even binocular. Literally, just looked like a toilet paper roll for nine ninety nine. And he's like, oh, I should Jake's buy this like, and put it in my blind bag. Deal. I'm like, no, that's for, that's for. Like he thought he was gonna be the pirate, like got, pulling the thing way out. Dude, you know I mean? I've got a telescope. Um, no, I've got like some. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm always searching for the deal. Denver will tell hey, you. Here's uh, what I think. Hey, I Denver think will tell you I'm cheap when the, it comes to like, most deal, things. The deal of the year. Look forward to the next ten days. Costco ten by forties. I think it's. Uh, can't remember the brand. Ten by forties. They're like six ninety nine. 
Dude, they're awesome. You need to get that. I have a set of binoculars. I never see you with yours, so you need to get a couple sets. So. I need a set that fits my blind bag. So back issue. to the topic yeah, anyway, of yeah, the public sorry, versus private thing. Sometimes, um, I think we've mentioned this before, or sometimes you get the vibe. I think it's just attitudes, you know? Like, you run into guys at the gas station. I'm sure, you, you know, like, a lot of times the public guys get a more of a Especially around here, you have a lot of local guys hunting public, like true Arkansas guys. Everybody around here is public. You're good old boys. Yeah. And I think the the old school or the older vibe of the private stuff is all these big money dudes came in from Nashville, you know, and all these places. <laughs> whoa, whoa, don't throw shame in Nashville. <laughs> That's just my Memphis versus Nashville hate coming out. That has nothing to do with duck hunting. But all these big money comes from big city boys, come over here buy up all the land, lease up all the land from all the good old boys. Yep. And so now all the good old boys hate the private guys. You know, so like there's that vibe with Arkansas. And I think you throw the public guys in, we hunt where the old good old Arkansas boys hunt. Right. So the only local literally guys hunting in their backyard who, hey, my grandpa went to this hole. You know, they've been hunting these rivers for, you know, generations. Well, we go hunt the same thing with them. So like we kind of, I feel like this is maybe could where it come from is we kind of relate with the locals a little bit because we're hunting that kind of stuff. And then you have all these guys that kind of get, it almost gets, feels like some of the stuff gets political. Like we were talking the other day with why do the public guys, we can't hunt our land, you know, the public land, but 30 days out of the year on WMAs. And people are like, why is that? Well, some of the theories are it's the big money clubs around there get their hands in with the politicians and try to change the rules to where, you know, you can't, you know, it, they, you know, if you got, you know, if you're White Oaks and Jeff Farmer and all these guys, not saying they're bad guys, but they got way more money than all the public land guys. You know, they're buying stuff up and they probably have a little sway with changing rules here and there. So I'm glad that you said that phrase. Which part? Jeff they, Farmer? No. no. <laughs> uh, they, that they have more money than the public land guys. So there's a perception among public land guys and that's not and this is you know this typical stereotype like not everyone is like this but it's definitely happened before is a private land there are some private land guys that look down on public land guys as a rich person looking down on a poor person mm-hmm. because they look at the at, at guys like us in public this specifically happened when i was on the agfc podcast because i listened yeah. to it and I'd heard the, yeah, I heard the mass that they said, why do you hunt public land? You know, is it just like a, you don't, you know, you don't want to pay for a lease thing. And I'm like, pay for a lease. Like, buddy, I would save money mm-hmm. if I paid for a lease. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, like, you know, like they think, you know, there's a sect of private land guys that think that they're spending more money than the public land guys. And the public land guys are just trying to do it cheaply. You know, they're, we're over here, you know, throwing money back to the economy. Not a chance. Like we spend ridiculous amounts. Now, there are guys that are doing it for that reason but like and that's you know, and that's fine like they should yeah. be able to have that option that's, that's an option you know like that's what the state funded places yeah. are for but like there's a the habit Pittman robertson act i mean yeah, that's you, what you're, still, still, back you're in game, still spending you know? money towards waterfowl yes. and it's going back yep. towards waterfowl. but but it's not any cheaper to hunt public land like there's a havoc and edge an f-250 with the full tank of diesel and yep. the gmc with you know twenty thousand miles on it from the past you know year already that yep. that begged to differ you know that, that that's yep. the case and so uh i think that a lot of that perception comes it stemmed from that that's why there's some hate from the public towards the private guys because they just hate them because they, but, the private guys think they're better sometimes you but, know and and 
trust me, I. It's kind of like your, you know, you know, it's it's like that vibe versus your private school kids versus you know you went to private school, yeah, we, I, we went to private yo. school, then you got guys that were at public school, and they kind of thought you know you just kind of had this perception, even if you don't know, you make it. I mean, right here we're all buddies, we're hanging out, like yeah. everybody's fine, like. Not you know no, and I think at the end of the day we all love to duck hunt you know yep. and so like that's what like we love Dr. Duck and Billy Campbell and you know Dennis, uh, because they are trying to change the perception of the attitudes that guys have you know in the public woods and everywhere else they go and you you know hey we're on the same team we're it's it's us versus the ducks yeah you know not you know this or that so so you're you're on the other side of the table you know well, you go to the gas station and you see the guys that are pulling out of these boat ramps <laughs> over here and you're the private guy so what are you seeing on your side well it, it it's interesting to me and it's funny because y'all went to private schools and i went to a public school yeah. So you know, <laughs> I thought you went to Christian Brothers. No, I went to no. Houston High. Okay, that's right. That's right. There's some other Christian Brother guys here. Yeah, there you go. A handful of them. But it, it it's funny to me because you know I catch flack on it where guys are like, "Yeah, it must be nice." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm here every month of the year. <laughs> I you don't understand the amount of miles and fuel and work that I've put in. Yeah, to this dirt. It's not just." It's not just I pay this money, I show yeah. up, and there's guys that do it, and you know if you got the money to do it, great for you. But I think there's a correlation between public land guys and private guys because what what I'm doing, if I'm holding two thousand, three thousand plus birds, but it's right next to X spot, I'm not gonna say where. Yeah. It helps the public land guys out. Absolutely. And one thousand percent. And I think it goes back and forth because. You know, and this is another question I want to ask y'all. On public land, you're restricted to what you can and cannot do. And I feel like if y'all yes. had the ability to do, if if the state of Arkansas said, "Hey, Jake and Denver, if y'all want to go plant millet in this hole, you guys would be on it 1, in a heartbeat." Yeah, 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 y'all. That, y'all how much would. millet can we put in the boats? <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all wouldn't think twice about it. And I and I I I wish there was a way that the state would actively work with public land hunters. They used to do that. Minus this year because whoever the public land voters are that hunted or that voted yeah. for hunting to open Thanksgiving weekend next year, they can they can suck it. Well I don't know if they let here's, anything go. Opening weekend next year is Thanksgiving here's weekend. What I, yeah. Here's what that's I, gonna I, suck. Yeah, here's what I said about it. I don't really care. It, I, I mean, it with it the exception. It it's gonna be interesting they, though. Only if they in turn extend the season into February. No, they're n- that'll never happen. But we still get in sixty days. They're just shortening the split. No, they're, they're they will never extend it into February. I put my well, life. They can't do it right now because of federal saying, regulations. They'll I never heard, do it. I heard it doesn't matter. They'll never. do I it. I can't remember who I heard this from, but I don't think it was some bozo. But they said they were trying. They heard that they were trying this out for a couple of years to then push it into the first week or two into February. Don't know if it's true or not. What I heard is whatever. That the only reason we're shifting dates is because of public land hunters. But I don't understand. That, what, that's what I heard. Well, you know what I heard? I heard it's a private guy's fault. I heard I, they I, wanted to screw the I'm private guy. Going guys. on Wikipedia. So, okay, so, see, so Facebook fact checkers can fact check that. But, but that's what I heard. They need to come out and anytime they make a rule change and be like, this is why we made this rule. Because I don't understand that's half what the reason. That's what said. They said public land hunters 
demanded no, that it change. No, that's BS. That's absolute BS. Let they me. Did we, did we, did we have. Did, no, no, they did not. We have a podcast. We already did a podcast on this. Okay, so AGFC just showed their butt in the biggest way. Is they sent out a oh, thing. Right. They changed it, and they said on surveys asked from 2008 to 2011 it was favorable favorable among public land hunters I go, are you, that was a decade ago that was, was literally a decade ago why are we changing ago. that today no yeah. then they deleted that tweet and then they sent out another infographic <laughs> that said from 2008 to 2022 they literally they changed it from 2008 yeah. to 2022 and it's not like they oh they gosh. said 2011 originally it's not like you, you know that 2011 and 2022 that's not a typo yeah. you know like like that like 2012 if it said 2012 or 2021 right in the first part i would be like oh, i wish y'all yeah, could see jake's i've got the screenshots to prove it I, i'm dead serious i, I, was, I was ridiculous i was like what do you what when i read that the first time i sent it to denver i was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever read in my entire life other than I was like, they're idiots a holiday though like other than like black friday but like i don't think it changes really the duck patterns anymore i think where you'll still kill the same amount of ducks like i don't think they're gonna get pushed out they may eat more food on the private fields but still i want to take a step back back into the public versus private thing yeah let's go another thing I'm that, all, I'm, dude, i've got a bucket load here's of another thing i think i think guys who are hunting public versus guys who are hunting i think you're more in the category of and don't take offense to this i think you're more in the category and the guys who run operations like yours and habitat slash wildlife slash land management like yeah that's absolutely. you're managing land we can't manage land we can't manage which habitat. is unfortunate we can only hunt so we have to figure out all the different you know equations that are going on and hey they ain't here so we got to go uh, you know this way or that way or go to this state or that state so like we're actively trying to hunt them this isn't like a better or worse of anybody's side i think it's just a different different thing you're like oh we gotta plant this field and we gotta build this levee and we gotta do all this thing to like develop a place where birds go and we just got to figure out where the heck the birds want to go you know we can't touch the land you know so that is something like different that i always see which blows my mind so uh how much do y'all know about rex hancock uh not too much about it you know where it is yeah yeah so rex hancock was a uh he was a dentist in arkansas he donated that land to the state of arkansas really and he his whole thing was he like fought to go to Washington. He like got a law degree, even though he wasn't a lawyer. He's the reason why the rivers in Arkansas, except for the white, are not dredged. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, total respect. I mean, that dude has some huge balls. I, I'd love shout to, out to that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's shout the out reason. To He's the reason family. why they flood. It, and stuff, it takes yeah. so much water for like big rivers to come up that are dredged you know so for them to reach action stage and flood stage and they come down really quickly yeah but rivers that aren't dredged it's not an issue and so that's why they're they're historic places like you know Bayamita, the cache you know parts of the white river you know parts of like the saint francis river parts of the black river you, you know rain, the little river yeah a little bit of rain up. 
blows up and yeah. and he's the whole reason because they were about to start doing that to all those rivers he's oh, the whole reason why it even works still yeah. yeah compared to but, a commercialized river runs works like a, a a regular street you know yeah. when water goes down to the sewage drains it just boom yeah. it funnels out you but know, the empty. cool the cool thing is y'all need to drive by there sometime so his like whole thing was if i'm gonna if i'm gonna donate my land to mm-hmm. arkansas y'all have to plant x amount of oak trees Dude, there's so many oak trees, oak trees yeah. scattered amongst that property. It is awesome. I, I like halfway get a chub on that. <laughs> I, I'm, I love seeing that. I know I, we when we were driving to go scout uh, that boat ramp. Um, it's funny, like we weren't even scouting the spot. We were just scouting the boat ramp. So yeah. many people were there. Uh, literally, as we're driving by, I look over to my right. And just in the flooded timber of just the natural water right there was some mallards just swimming 30 yeah. feet off the road. Dude. I was like, man, dude, that gets me fired up. Dude, if, if you're not doing anything to give back, like that, that that was kind of leading into my next question. Yeah. So I hate to keep harping on y'all on this public land deal, but <laughs> if you're not giving. <laughs> That's what we're here for. I see where this if, is going. I see where this is going. If you're not giving back to duck hunting for the future, how are you going to throw shade at me? Yeah. Because I, I, I'll take acorns and I'll replant them at my house. And then I'll put them in little one-gallon buckets. I'll bring the arts. I'll plant an oak tree anywhere. Yeah. As long as my farmer doesn't find out. But <laughs> but to me, it's like I, I want to do everything I can for the future generation. Obviously, on public land, it, you, yeah. you, you, can't, can't. you yeah. can't do that legally. But maybe you could. Yeah, so like <laughs> I, I don't there's... know. You know what I mean? Like... I, I feel like y'all would want to do stuff like that so, if it, if you yeah, could not get in trouble. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it, the but, problem is like we can't, you know, nowhere or can we, you know, like there we reading into the when we went to Stuttgart, they have literally at the restaurants, they had the Arkansas Game and Fish brochure. And so like we're <laughs> AGFC is yeah, watching. So like we were reading through it and we we're reading some rules and it even talked about that you can't hunt on you can't use saws any type of object to clear any type of you brush can't or anything. Put a nail in a tree. And you can't even hunt on a nail that is. So if you hang something on a nail, even if the nail's been there for fifteen years, could you use a screw in? No, no, no you can't. You can't do anything oh, really? like that into no. a tree. Timber oh, wow. strap or nothing. Yeah, yeah wow. you can only put the. Wait, wait, you on. can't use a timber. No, strap? you can no, put a timber, timber strap, strap on. Or nothing. Oh, okay, and, you know, but you can't break but a limb if to you, hang your. Yeah, none if, of that. if you hang your bag on a nail that's been there. Doesn't matter if it's been there. You're it, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't no matter way. if Rex yep. Hancock himself <laughs> put it in there. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they, Noah got off the ark in the flooded timber himself and put that nail in there. Yeah. You're getting the ticket. For yeah, it. you're getting a ticket, sir. It has Noah's initials. Yeah, everybody yes. that comes back every year to year, they've written so many tickets. They, that, I can think of a spot in one of the holes we've been into is going to go fat nail. I literally, it. I literally have that spot marked as. Probably hole. walks in there every day. I'm going to get somebody on that old nail right there. But, but yes, yeah, so your topic. We can't. We can't give back. You know, our only thing is we can do like what Doctor Duck and them do is, is we can promote We're, a positive way to do this. And here's the thing: the only reason it, Arkansas it's so big over here is because it's attractive and people yes. want to go, and it's a fun place to. It's a fun thing to do. And if people the People don't understand this, but if hunters stopped hunting in the majority, the thing would die. Arkansas wouldn't put the money into it. 
Because you know the state of Arkansas would turn belly up. Yeah, pay, people. Literally. You know, yeah, literally, I mean, think, yeah, think, yeah, think of the even, amount of money that a Jordan's in get in Arkansas makes in a so year. Much. Well, I'll well, tell you this: there's Sorry. a Jordan, there's a Jordans on I-40 that I'm having beef with right now because they can't get someone in there early enough to get us chicken. Dude, well, lack hey, of labor. If it's the one down the road from our house, don't go there, dude. <laughs> they don't open till five fifteen. The worst breakfast. They're always burnt. Yeah, don't it's go tough. There. But to your point, I think it's what we try to do is like. You know, encourage guys to get out there and hunt. Every guy that I talk to that listens to podcasts that doesn't hunt that wants to, I encourage them to get out. You know, hey, here's stuff you can do because ultimately we need, you know, this next generation of kids to grow up to be respectable guys like the ones that are here and hunt, you know, whether it's yeah. public, private, whatever. Because yeah. if they don't, it's going to die out. Where and, we, and people won't put the money, money into it anymore. Where we don't have the opportunity to necessarily preserve the physical aspect of duck hunting for future generations we have the opportunity to inspire and yeah. so that's one of the things that you know we can keep doing and you know honestly like just keeping traditions alive like honestly if if there weren't really guys like us um timber hunting would die in yeah. arkansas it wouldn't and, and i'm not saying that that you know jake and Denver are the only people keeping timber hunting alive but like all the guys that are like us like there's a very limited number of private land timber spots in arkansas and like that are, Dude, that are so hard to real find. timber holes and stuff that way of hunting has been around for hundreds of years and it would completely die if there were not guys like us that were going hunting that that the state of arkansas could actually use some money to manage that mm -hmm. stuff yeah yeah because that's what everybody you sit on every post like we have some our instagram reels and stuff that have really taken off you know and people are like oh this is the reason why you know duck hunting so bad or whatever this is the reason why you know basically that us every, us putting stuff on social media is part of the problem is everybody on social media and <clears> that's where they get wrong is like no you need you know popularity is what makes sports so good you know the nfl is so grand and so nice and when the game's going on there's so much going on because there's so much money involved well y'all you know? think about this too imagine if social media wasn't around right now where would duck hunting be? Yeah. Like, thank you guys like Colton Kerr or like Rusty Creasy. Mm-hmm. You know, social media has influenced a lot of people to when get it, into the sport. And, here's, and, yeah, and, and I love Social it. media has created value. Yeah, absolutely. You know, where there isn't. There's, there's clubs that are only, you know, that they're private, totally private, and they just post all their stuff. And other super rich dudes like, hey, that's I'm going to buy that place. You yeah, know? So like, yeah, absolutely. It's created value. It's created value in people, you know, that you didn't know that had these, you know, skill sets that were celebrities amongst these small crowds, you I know. Mean, and so look like, at Riley Green. Yeah, like you know, dude, he's been waxing them. Like. Yep. <laughs> he was yeah. in Stuttgart last yeah, night. He was in Stuttgart last night. And we were so. wondering why there's so many people there, <laughs> dude. And I, I know exactly where he was at yesterday. Yeah, e scouting, you know. No, I, I know where he's at. <laughs> I know. That's what I'll tell you after the call. Yeah. <laughs> Is he hanging out at Wild Wings? No, dude, they smack. Yeah. Connor Reddick and those guys, he, like he, uh, big shout to Wild Wings. They have the coolest duck club. I will say that in all of Arkansas, hands down, best lodge. Connor Reddick, if you want to prove it, invite me out. I'll come out, I'll take the video, I'll and everything. Tell everybody free of charge. I'll tell everyone uh, I vouch for it on this podcast yeah. without even having been there. That that is the coolest, pretty good duck club in what, all of that, Arkansas. Is that the picture he posted today? Their lodge. Who? Riley Which one? Oh, I didn't. No, I, didn't I don't see, know. I haven't really been on Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen hunts with them a lot Dude, and stuff. He was too. a twenty-four-seven the other day. Daryl, 
Yeah. I know oh, you're yeah. listening. Well, if, screw you, dude. <laughs> if, if I want to hunt with Morgan so bad. Twenty-four. Yeah, that's where they were at. Twenty-four-seven. Morgan Waller were hunting with Connor Reddick at Wild Wings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's public information. It was all all their stories. But yeah. But yeah, great place. But you know, like that, like that's phenomenal. But that's wildlife management they're doing over there. You know, mm-hmm. they've created a place where ducks are going to consistently go. You know, maybe they've been consistently going to that timber hole for forever. Yeah. You know, and good for them. You know, they paid. You know, seven million dollars for that place or something like yeah. that. You know, and that's but we but, don't have the opportunity to do that. That's what me and Jake say that takes it while we go public. One, we love it. It's so exciting to go get in a race and you know the competitive side of it. But what we see is like those videos we were showing earlier. It's like what we can maybe do every now and then is better than anything we could ever buy right yeah. now. Maybe one day we make it. You know, hit the but, fireball. But the, so like that's what draw. It's like you know, it's like hitting that one good golf shot. Or doing, you know, having that one good thing just keeps getting you suckered in. You yeah. Know, every time it's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe today uh, all we need is about four and boom, an hour a band shows up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we get out there and we're like, well, I uh, guess we should have taken those wood ducks that flew by earlier, you know. <laughs> well, the, the neat thing I'd, I've, I've realized with social media over the few the past few years is I would have never met y'all. Yeah. I yeah. mean, dude, y'all, oh, yeah. y'all were awesome guys. Yeah. No, I, no same. We we would have never met had social media never been a deal. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I totally agree. Social media, there's a lot of negative sides, even with the phones and smartphones and all that. But the fact that we're, you know, you're able to meet so many people. Same with us. We've met so many friends and guys that love to hunt. Like, that's our whole objective of getting in with our pot, starting the podcast in the very beginning, is to... You know, we talk about duck hunting all the time. Let's go ahead and do a podcast, and we enjoy it, and let's see who we can meet. Yeah. You know, and that's been our whole goal, and, it, and we've been successful. We make no money, but the success has come from the <laughs> cost, success. We make, the, we make the opposite of money. Yeah, we, we make lose debt. money, but yeah. the success we, is When time we, is factored we, in, we lose money. Exactly. We have, no, you don't even have to factor time in, dude. We lose so much money doing the podcast. But it's this right here. This is our success. Send us free stuff. If we come out here to a duck club, you know, it's like we're here to duck club. We're at duck camp. We don't have, you know, we do have a duck camp, but we ain't there right now, you know. Like, but this is this is fun for us. Like, yeah. we, you know, we appreciate you having us out here. Uh, I think we're gonna put, you know, this is obviously coming out on the Falmouth podcast. Going to come out on your average hunter. You clearly, do we have any? We're at an hour. Yeah, it's probably about. So time flies when you're having fun, you know. It does. So, well, here, here we go. Let me go tomorrow. What's your over underscore for the amount of ducks y'all gonna bring in? So tomorrow we're finally hunting the spot that I wanted to set up on today. We uh, jumped up at least fifteen hundred to two thousand ducks. Yeah. If we can get in and on time, which I think we will, we got one boat in the water. We had to put my boat blind on a night. If you need me to come knock on your door when we're walking out at three fifteen, I will, bro. <laughs> if I can fit a third boat in there. <laughs> I'll just not going to make sure. I'm just going to make sure y'all aren't oversleeping. Oh, I'll, you know, because you up. said y'all are worried I'll, about I'll, not getting I'll in there in up. time. I'll be up. But uh, all right, so we've got three guys. In my mean, boat. We're, we're we leaving have, at three fifteen. Yeah, we're leaving. Yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah, we have six guys hunting total in my spot. I think no less we should shoot sixteen. Yeah, and if we're lucky, we'll shoot shoot more. But. So tell me how you goes when you first start. Are y'all gonna are y'all selective? You know, if some wood ducks come funny, y'all gonna shoot I'm, those right off the bat. I'm shooting apex this year. I'm not wasting a shell. So you're shooting. <laughs> so we you're say, we say that all I'm the time. So what are you shooting I'm tomorrow? Not, I'm leaving the Browns alone. Uh, let the Browns be. You I'm, saying brown like a gray duck? Like what are you talking no, about? I'm, like wood ducks. Hen. 
Oh, okay. You're not yeah. shooting let, hens. Let, let the hens. So rest. you're only shooting greenheads. Yeah, that's all mm, I'm shooting this year. Mad purist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying the amount that we saw this afternoon. I don't. Did y'all watch that video? No, I still haven't got to okay. see it yet. Y'all watch the video before we go to bed. Yeah. I'm picking out green. I, I I was looking at bands today, and I was like, I'm not shooting anything besides a greenhead tomorrow morning. Oh, I hope you do. I hope you come stacked with them up here. Either way, here's how it's going to work in the morning. Either we're done by 7.30, and we're calling y'all say, and, hey. And y'all are back here taking showers. No, we're going to be over here be like, hey, y'all, come on, walk on in. Like, <laughs> they, they're still ready. piling in. You know, we're going to invite y'all to, out to our hole. Or opposite, if y'all are done by 7.30, and we're not done by 7.30, be yeah, like, hey, y'all, come on over. Y'all keep that motor warm. Keep that motor warm. Y'all keep that motor warm. Let's roll. I feel good. It's, it's besides the fact that we – don't know exactly the spot we're gonna the tree we're gonna be getting up against i feel confident with just the amount of birds and that we're definitely getting under a highway of birds that's that's our biggest thing like we're trying to traffic when we get out there and scout they're not gonna be sitting in the hole we're gonna be getting we want to make sure we're in a highway so like we're gonna we were at a mallard highway standing in the woods today so if we if they do the same highway just going the other direction in the morning we couldn't ask for a better opportunity. So I feel, you know, high hopes. Oh, man, I hope y'all smash. Feast or famine, probably. You know, it's either going to be uh, eight plus. Bus. It's either going to be eight plus ducks or no ducks. If y'all feel like carrying more decoys in, we got plenty. Oh, we have uh, plenty we, of them. We've got, we've got plenty, too, because we took two of our bags out. <laughs> yeah, we're taking 20. We're walking in. It's just two. That's the other downside of, you know, you know this, hunting with big group or small group, you know, even if you hunt with six guys or two guys, you really kind of have the same amount of stuff, you know. So like yeah. two guys, like if we had four guys, it'd be so much easier because I mean, there's a lot of stuff to carry. But it's sixty course piece. It's yeah. better when you have a guest. You're like, hey man, uh, a need pack, you carry that. a pack meal. Those two is what you're talking about. We need the college <laughs> Dude, boys. Yeah, back why are the here. college boys not hanging out with us this weekend? <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, they've been good. Well, well, hey Ethan, we appreciate you having yeah, us hey, out hey, here. Thank y'all camp, for having me. You know? I'm glad y'all are here. No, oh, yeah. yeah, we're glad to be here. We're. uh Looking forward to, I'm sure we'll see a few of y'all at the boat ramp in the morning. Know that nobody should be at your boat ramp in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. there's somebody at your boat ramp, you're going to be at our boat ramp. It's going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we appreciate it. We'll see yeah. you on the hey, next thanks one. Thanks, y'all, for having me on. Yep. Catch y'all at the ramp.